Hello, hello, my friends. It's time once again for the O Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, CW, and today let's talk about Cody Rhodes, hey? Cody Rhodes has had quite a road to success. Yes, I did a pun. Forgive me. I'm, I'm tired and I'm waiting to work out, so bear with me. <laughs> Cody Rhodes, I've watched uh, since his debut in WWE all those years ago, so many years ago, uh, and his his great run with Ted DiBiase Jr. and Randy Orton as, uh, it was a legacy, I think they were called. What a fantastic angle that was of these, you know, second and third generation wrestlers going around <laughs> beating up everybody with Orton at the helm, which was always fun because at the time, Orton wasn't I don't think you can consider him that much of a vet. He was maybe he was maybe a couple years ahead of them, but they were all young guys, all promising guys, and they were doing really good work. And I enjoyed <clears throat> that angle quite a bit. I believe that was the catalyst for the Legend Killer version of Randy Orton. Again, one of the best versions of Orton out there just beating old people up. <laughs> but in that in that mix, Cody Rhodes was making a name for himself. And I think right after that, he had the, he had the, uh, the, the gorgeous Cody Rhodes thing where he was, you know, the handsome guy. And then he got hurt. And then he was wearing that Phantom of the Opera mask, which was always fun. Uh, I think that gimmick got over really well because again, the best gimmicks are, you know, taking reality and turning it up to 11. Uh, if you turn it up to 12, it's too much, but 11's just right. And I think Cody Rhodes did a great job of selling himself as an injured narcissist, wearing this mask to kind of protect himself, but also using the mask to harm people. Like I think he was headbutting people with that plexi mask and he was he started wearing the hoods and his, I mean, his ring gear was on point. Everything was great. He had great vignettes in that time and then came what I would think he considered the dark period which was Stardust now this might be the only reason I wanted to talk about Cody Rhodes I was a fan of Stardust now why because I'm a weirdo and I enjoyed the the strange like space nonsense he would spout I enjoyed the fact that he was working with his brother I think Goldust is a legend, uh, regardless of how you may feel about some of his uh, his gimmick angles, because um, some of them were weird, like the Tourette's one was strange, uh, but it was fun. Everything Goldust has ever done was fun, and having him sort of take Cody under and then kind of share this this strange otherworldly gimmick was pretty fantastic. And I remember telling at dad's first time, go check out dad's first time on Twitch and YouTube at dad's first time. I remember telling him that Stardust was one of my favorite superstars at the time. Uh, he was not, <laughs> he was not a big fan of Stardust. I was, I, I loved his entrance. I loved his moveset, the makeup when he was full Stardust, when he had the full getup, the full face makeup uh, I was in. Uh, I think his entrance <clears throat> was really fun. I love this music. Everything, I don't know, everything about the, the angle 
was working for me. I, I really enjoyed it. I don't think Cody enjoyed it. I don't think it was a big part of his uh, his career that he looks back on. I wouldn't say, I, I don't know. I don't know how Cody thinks, but I don't know if he looks back on it fondly. But I know at the, t <clears throat> at the time, he was not having a good time. And you can read it on his face. There are a lot of moments, if you are able to go back and watch any Stardust matches, he was miserable. <laughs> he was not having a good time. And I think he's said in interviews that that was kind of like <clears throat> the catalyst. He saw that this was as far as he was going to go in the company at the time. Like he was kind of, he hit that ceiling and the ceiling was covered in Stardust makeup. And he was like, oh no, I can't do this forever. And you can tell right at the end, right before he left uh, that gimmick, when it was running its course, he simply stopped wearing stuff. Like he was kind of in makeup, kind of not. Like his gear got less and less like gold dusty and more just tights. He just stopped. He just stopped doing it. Um, and he promptly left afterwards, uh, which, you know, was a bummer because I think he was um, he was doing really well. But like most uh, professional wrestlers, I think he needed to leave the machine that was WWE to kind of find who he was you know, supposed to be. And, you know, other performers kind of go to New Japan or they they go to Impact or they, they, they travel and they get, you know, more matches under their belt. They get more belts under their belt. They get more experience. They get more uh, notoriety with different crowds. You know, the wrestling is all over the world, folks. And they come back to WWE a brand new person like uh, Drew McIntyre. You know, he left. He was a complete. If you go look back at old Drew McIntyre, you're like, that's the same guy that's out here swinging a sword. Um, but Cody got to go out, do dates, do stuff in other territories. <laughs> territories. That's the oldest thing I've said so far. Uh, and then AEW came and then he he got a taste of what it was like to book, what it was like to be on top of a new promotion and what it was like to kind of birth this this wrestling promotion and in the process uh, Cody became like a big thing like a super big thing for like in like 20 when when did they AEW launch 2020 they were doing like independent stuff before that but in 2020 they launched and they launched big and then they just did their thing um, up until Cody decided to leave and I think a lot of why he left was, again, that longing for the top spot in WWE. Now, that brings us kind of to today. I'm, I'm jumping a little bit over, you know, his great Seth Rollins match when he returned. But the question I think everyone is asking is, one, when is he going to return? Which I think is uh, this coming January, right before Rumble, I would assume. And two, what does that mean for Roman Reigns and, and kind of the 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 title scene moving forward? I don't know if he's going to jump into the title scene right away. I don't, hell, I don't know anything, but I think he's going to pick up. I think he said he's going to pick up where he left off with Seth, Seth Rollins, which I don't know if that's the right move, but it might be just like for tune up, you know, Seth and and. Cody can put on some bangers so maybe that is the right move just get him get him back in the ring get him acquainted with the high you know the the WWE high level stuff 
that he's so accustomed to doing. And, you know, Seth is a great dance partner for damn near anybody. The man can put on fantastic matches. Definitely had a fantastic year for Seth Rollins uh, in 22. Uh, but then, you know, here comes the Royal Rumble. There's going to be a lot of surprises in that. And then there's talk of having uh, maybe Cody going up against Roman in the in the Mania main event. I don't know. I don't know what's next for Cody, but I think he's definitely cultivated a following. He's he's built his cachet. His moveset is tight. The man could, you know, put on matches like nobody's business. He's fantastic. I love his finisher, too. So it's all great. Everything he's got, he's got the total package, right? Uh, the tattoo is a little much. I'm going to say it. Yeah, you, you can quote me on that. The tattoo is a little much. But as with anything, you know, it's his. It's on his body, not on mine. So it doesn't really have anything to do with me. The only reason I am I feel compelled to talk about the tattoo is that when he debuted in WWE, they used their weird 3D uh, VR projections to show me the tattoo all over the place. And I don't know if that was the right move. Anyway, what do you guys think of Cody Rhodes? What do you think he's going to do when he comes back? Let me know in the comments. Make sure to hit the bell so you get notified when new videos go up or subscribe to the podcast on any and all podcasting platforms. Tell your friends, tell your mama, tell everybody about this 10-minute wrestling podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you more than you know. And remember, I am your friend. I'm your friend, but if I ever see you in the ring, I can beat you. Don't you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah.